Hello, this is Stephen Dominguez, BS, in the BS Podcast Network. Please enjoy this fine, fine podcast. Hello, and welcome to Soren with the Magic Our Way podcast. My name is Mr. Mononymous, and I'll be your chief flight attendant today. We'll begin boarding in just a few minutes, but first I'd like to acquaint you with the rest of your flight crew. First, we have your pilot and co-pilots, Kevin and Danny. These artistic buffs will launch you from New Orleans to soar over all things Disney. Your entertainment director is Ivory Comics proprietor Eli. Be sure to check your in-flight magazine for a sneak peek at his comic, Project Geisha. Nice work, pal. Soon you'll be airborne. If you or your little aviators would like to reach the flight crew at any time, be sure to check out magicourway.com, where you can find links to Facebook, Twitter, email, or send in a voicemail. And, of course, you can book your next Soarin' flight with your platinum-level earmarked travel agent, Lee Lastavica, from Magical Moments Vacations. Remember, you've got a friend in Lee. Okay, let's review. Kevin, Danny, Eli Lee, Artistic Buffs, Disney stuff. Anything else? Oh, yeah. Chombo, everyone. Rombe. Jumbo, everyone! Harambe! And welcome to another edition of the, the Magic, Magic Our Way Podcast. Greetings, Moeekins! This is Danny, and you're listening to the Magic Our Way Podcast, coming to you live from New Orleans, Louisiana. And with me tonight in studio today, I have this man right over here. Excelsior! Yo, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know. I have the You know the story's all about the glory. Eli Ivory, say hello to your admiring public. Oh, it is always good to be out here with my WMDs, my weapons of a week of destruction. (laughs) How y'all doing? Yeah. Yes. We've destroyed many of his show. (laughs) We've destroyed (laughs) many of his show. Just got done with one. (laughs) (laughs) That was good destruction. Yeah. Going for two in a row. Ah, Marathon. And our partner in destruction right over here. Show me the money. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. He's a guy of a million nicknames, none of which I can be bothered to remember. Welcome, Mr. Lee Lastovica. Hey, good to be here. Seems like forever. I know. This is is three shows you've been in studio for. It's amazing. That's right. And one of them Kevin's been here for. Yeah. The other two, you've kind of forced him out. (laughs) <laughs> well, a guy likes to make money too, so you <laughs> gotta do what you gotta do, huh? And uh, also with us today, still held over, sleeping on the couch, uh, but <laughs> nonetheless ready to go ahead and perform for us, we have... Groove it over there, look at you officer. You're swaying with this one. Going like off for a while, too. I like that. Yeah. Oh, there's a whole song to this. This goes on for like two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> 
Like, Kevin knows how to... F- oh, like, I can auto-duck it right here, but I'm just going to let it go. Right. Hello, guys, and thank you for inviting me back up here on this beautiful Rusev Day. Rusev Day! Still going with Rusev Day? Always. It's always uh, Rusev Day. Always Rusev Day. They still have it to fall it out, though. Yep. So what's been going on with Rusev and Lon right now? Ah, Aiden English. There you go. When my hand goes up, your mouth goes shut. <laughs> Thank you very much for joining us, Kirk. So, guys, today we have a very special show for you. This is one we've actually prepared for. Uh, we are going to tell you our top five. Each of us, each of us in this room, have five, five of our most disturbing moments in a Disney movie. So, guys, enough of my jibber-jabber. Let's go make some magic. All right, welcome to the Hub, guys. And here we're going to start our discussion on our five most disturbing moments in a Disney film. So who would like to go first in this? I think it's pretty self-explanatory. Obviously, for what, what's disturbing to you, Lee, like yeah. your beard is disturbing to me. Right. But for you, you but seem to like it. But it's sexy to me. So. I, find yeah. it, exactly. I find it luxurious. Luxurious. Luxurious, luxurious huh? I, I think it's luxurious. It's <laughs> <Wow>. luxurious. <laughs> it's, so, it's, so, it's so good you got to invent your own word for it. Uh, <laughs> I like that. It's got its own like terminology. It's its own, it's own language. My beard has its it, own language. Beard language. <laughs> It's got birds living in it. And <laughs> I think I got some Whataburger still left in there. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's its own entity. You don't have Whataburger in Louisiana. And do you? Can, no. We have in Lake yeah, Charles. Yeah, we do. No, we do have a Whataburger in Louisiana. That is incorrect. We do have one, but not, not, in, not as much. That yeah, in not Wallace, in New Orleans, Metairie, Canada, oh, okay, okay, area. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. For whatever reason, chains take a while to... It's not a bad thing, trust me. No, it's, like, it's not, so. because there's a lot of good food yeah, here. absolutely. And that I didn't I, get to enjoy this week. No. It sucks. Like It does. Don't get me wrong. I love coming and do the show, but no, but one of the highlights is actually going like to a nice place to chill, relax, and have a good meal. And it just, man, I ate so badly this week. And it's not that I'm not used to it, but don't it's just you like, usually eat bad. Well, I, that's part of the myth. But I mean, I do actually eat <laughs> decent, like myth. at least once a day. But it's <laughs> once usually a day. the yeah, it's usually the nighttime meal that's bad because I get off at ten thirty, eleven o'clock. So Right. The meal no. right before you go to bed when you're yeah, digesting. When I'm yeah. not going to get any exercise for the rest no. of the day. That yeah. day, that's usually the bad meal. Now, is it a rule that when you post a picture on Facebook or social media of, of food, you have actually eaten that food right then and there? Well, that, no, that is true. Yeah, if, if, if you see it, I ate it. Well, then I like the way you eat because... That's, but food, I don't, you, you don't ever see me post uh, my Whataburger pictures or my Taco Bell <laughs> pictures, you know? My gourmet yeah, Whataburger. No, <laughs> you never see those food. on Instagram, you know? Because he's crying as he eats it. He's so yeah. shamed. This is disturbing. I know all there is to know about the crying game. Well, this is the perfect mood for what we're about ready to get <laughs> into. For disturbing food. Good Lord. Let's move to disturbing movies. All right. So who wants to start? Who wants to give? Like, So we're going to do this in any particular order? Then we just go round, round, and go, round. No, no, no. Go round, round. That's fine. But I mean, are we going to go like from least disturbing to most disturbing? Uh, I don't know that I'm ranked on that. I'm, although I'm I do ranked. have a number one. I have a clear number one. I have a clear yeah. number one. But I think everything else is just could could go, you know. All right. Well, do yeah. your best. Do your best to make it somewhat yeah. ranked. Uh, do, okay. So do we'll we do, save the we'll save the worst for last. Do, do, we, we, do we do all five at once or go one at a no, time? No, we're going to go one at a time. So we'll, our top, our number, our five, fifth one is what I'm trying to say yeah. here. Start, start with five and it's work late. your way up. All right. Fifth one. All right. Who wants to go first? Fifth base. Fifth one. Don't all y'all talk at <laughs> once. I, all right. I would I would say uh, we're going 
lowest to high, yeah. right? Least, right. Least disturbing least, to most disturbing. I there think um, one of the ones that was a movie that was like the somewhat disturbing. I like disturbing to me could be different things, but sure. in this particular case, disturbing you'd be someone using your garbage can without your permission. That really yes. perturbs yeah. me. Not <laughs> as much disturbs me, but it perturbs me. Perturbs. Yeah. And, but this one actually, it's funny, but this is a disturbing, perturbing thing. Yes. And uh, this was, and I know I've been about this before. Okay. Is the use of the Mandarin in Iron Man 3, which I think <laughs> would have been a really good move. Like, I saw it again, and I was like, you know what? That was a decent movie. But when I first saw it, I was expecting the Mandarin. I, feel, I, I, I get it. I get it. So you, um, you have a thing against Mandarin oranges? No. The, the, no. <laughs> the Mandarin, I, I apologize. The Mandarin is a, the main Iron Man villain yes. in, the, in the comic okay. books. Yes. And uh, he's a pretty powerful dude. Yeah, okay, imagine you. like, uh, you saw Big Trouble in Little China? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So imagine Lo Pan without the big headdress, but that same kind of outfit. Mm-hmm. But he has all these rings on his fingers. And each ring does a different power. Mm-hmm. Like oh, fire, okay. visibility, all kind of stuff. So he's a pretty bad dude. So I thought in that movie he was going to be represented, but they swerved me. Now they did a really good job representing him for like the first half of the movie. Right. But and and I, we don't need to get into spoilers here. Yeah. I mean, but obviously I think anybody who wanted to see this movie has seen it. Already. Seen it. Yeah. Well, I hope so. It's not like it just came out. No. But Ben Kingsley played the Mandarin, and he played mm, him okay. really great. And you were kind of digging the character, yeah. and then something happens midway through the movie. That they swerve you. They swerve you. They, yeah. they made you believe that he was one thing, and then they took it away from you. I don't know that I call it disturbing, but it upsetting. Sure. Yeah. It's all in how you define disturbing. I would suppose. I guess so, like yeah. you say, as a as a guy who's into the the Marvel characters, I was kind of looking forward to seeing the yes. conflict. I yes, and then I was disturbed because I got cheated. Yes, yeah. and then all of a sudden the main villain turned out to be some guy that's been in the movie the whole time. You could get cared less about it. it exactly. Yeah. But mainly the Mandarin part of it is what disturbed. Yes. 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 So, yeah. No, it all went downhill after that. Way it, down. But it, other than that, it could have been a good movie if they could've. gave it what it was. And that's another disturbing thing. It ruined that part so of the Iron Man franchise. Movie up for you. It yes, did, absolutely. It did. it did. They played it for laughs. And I'm not going to say the scene wasn't funny, but it was like, uh, no, please. Funny, but. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I was pissed. I, I don't care what happened after that. No, that was. That I was, was pissed. But that's bad. my. That's. That's your, 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 that's your lowest one. All right. Anybody else want to go? Lee, you're raising your hand. All right, so let's go with Toy Story 3. Okay. Uh, with the obvious, I think, the garbage inferno scene mm-hmm. when they're all about to die. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, number one, there's never been anything like that dramatic in Toy Story, the series. Like, this was this was pretty bad. <laughs> you know <what> I mean, <laughs> like, I mean, okay, you had Sid, but even he was. I disagree with you a bit, but go ahead. Yeah, but I mean, this to me was just like, wow, this is. I didn't think they were gonna die, but I was gonna then say, I'm like, but maybe, like it was. I guess the tension of it and the, and the way it was really? shown. Uh, yeah, I mean, like everyone. You really thought they were gonna close out that movie? Die! I didn't think. No, like, like I understand that they weren't gonna die. Yes, that that would be stupid, and it would be a bad way to end the movie, and uh-huh. really bad for a Disney movie, but. At the same time, it's like, wow, like... You this suspended could, disbelief. Yeah, enough to where it's like, uh, what? Like, to where you would imagine, like, what would happen if they did die? Like, uh-huh. this, this is a possibility. They might die okay. right here. So, they creeped you, it creeped you out? Yeah, you right? know, it was like, uh, you know, like, 
like Sid almost was like you kind of saw the plan falling into place and, mm-hmm. and Buzz was going to save the, I mean uh, right, right. Woody was going to save the day and you know yeah. this you kind of saw everything that was going to happen whereas mm-hmm. with this it was like you you halfway believed that they were going to die at least I did you see out of the whole entire Toy Story franchise I would say the most disturbing moment for me was the Jesse when somebody loved me scene and she gets left behind where it's like it exposes you to a reality that you never thought that like made me feel low <laughs> as a human being like oh my god low, low. how many toys are I like i'm too old for that when I, as i got older and you pitch it to the side and you never even thought of like whereas with the scene that you just described yeah they were not gonna all burn up and there would be credits that would have been a ballsy choice whoosh <laughs> <Yeah>. of <laughs> <Woosha> flames <laughs> credit <laughs> and by the way the credits are like you got a friend <laughs> you got a friend in flames <laughs> we're burning up their names <laughs> they're all ashes what can we say <laughs> that's the bob Iger way <laughs> <laughs> so but that's that's but that's why it disturbed you because you thought yeah i mean again that could happen I, I knew in my in my mind it wasn't going to happen but mm-hmm. i don't know if it's just the way they 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 brought it all together, and then, you know, they, you're watching them, like, hanging on for dear life, you know, trying not to fall down this abyss. Yes. And so, you know, to me, that was like, oh, wow, this is, this is pretty yeah, dark. Yeah, uh, that's it's pretty dark. Kirk! All right, going back to 1955, although I didn't see it then. I saw it in reruns. I didn't see it in the, on the, th- in the theater. Davy Crockett, King of the Wild Frontier. Mm-hmm. Very last scene when he's in Alamo. And oh, all, the, oh, all the, mm-hmm. the defenders are being are being killed by the invading army. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's 1955. It's Disney. You don't you're not seeing blood. You're not seeing bullets going through bodies or anything. But still, the way these these actors were portraying that it looks kind of corny by today's standards. But as a kid watching it, yes, wow, fake stab with the bayonet, don't look like that. But you know, seeing it being that young, I was sitting with my dad because he was a big fan of David Crockett when he was mm-hmm. a kid. And then when I when he told me this is all based on a true story, these men actually right. lived and they, they did die like this. It's like even more. It's like, wow. And then the very last scene is everybody around him is, is, is dead. The, the army is coming in and David Crockett is just sitting there swinging his, his rifle around. And that's how, that's how it ends. Mm-hmm. Fate to black. Yeah. Now at that time you already knew he was going to die. Like you knew the story of David Crockett. Not the first time I saw it. So the first time you saw it, you didn't realize that he was actually going to die. Right that's rough as all of a sudden you're like oh my god the hero died and i mean how many times do you really get to see that in a movie let alone unexpectedly mm-hmm. i mean even to this day even being older it takes you by surprise when a movie pulls a sudden little swerve like that and the hero well it had been a while since i saw it since when so when you told me about this show I, that's one of the ones that, that came to mind so i rewatched just that one that ending scene yeah it's like wow it still kind of hits you. you know it's fake and everything you know mm-hmm. it's, it does look corny but you look at by today's standards of death on, on film but it's still still gonna hit you no dude i remember watching um transformers in the movie theater and watching them kill every autobot that i loved yeah <laughs> i cried when optimus went and then when optimus went just being destroyed as a human being and then here they are trying to make me care about these other things and i'm like trying to invest in it and still traumatized that all my toys were dead yeah and it just there's something about killing a hero to a child that yeah that just mm. and it's davy crockett that's an emotional you know that is a that is a hero here i mean you mm-hmm. know? right so you have an emotional attachment to the sure. character that makes it just as disturbing it's, besides just, it to go just that one i mean you go back and you're watching those guys not many episodes i think it's 
like there's two movies, King of the Wild Frontier and the River River Pirates. Mm-hmm. But you're watching this guy and you're kind of forming a bond with him because he's just so just so personable. You, I, I loved him. And then when you oh. see him in the Alamo, he's you know he's you don't show him dying, which is the best way to do it. Right. But you know that's what happened to him. Right. Oh, yeah. Kind of like the Titanic. Yeah, that leaves you wondering what it, you know he's dead, but it leaves you wondering how, and it leaves it up to your imagination. This guy who did all this stuff, he survived everything. I mean, he was in fights. He he, he captured a bear just by by grinning at it. You know, silly things. He, <laughs> he Mike Fink, he he sailed the um yeah, he, he the keelboat. The you know, keelboat, right? He right. did all this stuff and overcame all the odds mm-hmm. until this one incident where, mm-hmm. you know, he didn't make it back. I'm sorry, did Lee just say, like, Titanic? Did you cry when Leonardo DiCaprio... <laughs> Jack! I, no, I just you, Jack! You, knew, you, knew, you already know how the story's going to turn out. You know, it's just like... Are you out of your f***ing mind? <laughs> <laughs> He's the one who's no, sitting Jack, there young in the street saying, he could fit on the board. <laughs> he he can't fit over. on the board. God damn it. Have you yeah, seen that? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, dude, there's room on that board for both Absolutely of you. Absolutely f***ing not. <laughs> She was wow. not letting him on there either. No, she's, she's like, bye, like, Jack. I got mine. Die, Jack. <laughs> Thanks uh, for signing that life insurance policy, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so for my n- number five, again, this is something that uh, it seems to be a, a theme here. Like, I'm going to agree with Kirk because some of those things that you see when you're a kid kind of scar you. I remember a movie by the name of The Black Hole. <laughs> Holy cow, there was a lot of disturbing scenery <laughs> and images in that movie. What, Kirk, you're looking at me. Well, it's okay if it. you have the same thing. No, 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 yeah. no. It's a, that's one I just realized brought it back to my head. Okay. It's like, I did not, re- did not remember that one. The moment you realize that the crew, when they unveil what the crew looked like, I don't know how to say this, but basically the crew were still humans, but they had been like, zombified in some form. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden you're made aware of this. And just as soon as you're made aware of it, Anthony, was it Perkins? The, the Norman Perkins, Bates. Yeah, yeah Norman yeah. Bates rips Anthony off Bo- the Anthony mask. Bourdain, he starts cooking dinner. You see this horrifying image of this like a zombie human, and it just freaked me out so much as a kid seeing it. Like I, I was told that it's like watching Star Wars. It was nothing like Star Wars. No. <laughs> and I saw a dude's arm get chopped off in Star Wars, and it was like, whoa, that's still cool. <laughs> Uh, man, I was ready to freak out when I saw that guy's <laughs> face revealed. And the next thing you know, a robot zoops in and Cuisinart's... Uh, <laughs> Cuisinart. He, he has a spinning blade and he just shoves it right through uh. Norman Bates. And it was just, oh, it was so disturbing. In so many ways, it was a very disturbing movie to watch. And, uh, yeah, during that time, too, that's an older movie. So Yes, as a kid watching that, that was freaky, man. Everyone was like, oh, you like Star Wars. This is Disney Star Wars. It was not Disney Star Wars. <laughs> this is why Disney bought Star Wars, because all they have is a freaking black hole. They can't. <laughs> like, lo- we're sorry about the black hole. How long since you've seen it? Oh, my God. Movie. It's been a long time. The last, I, I, like, there was this hell scene at the very end of the movie. I need to see this you movie. Where go to hell. Like, I, yes. I, you talk about it all the time. I've never, um, I've never actually you know, seen it. You know how TCM, Turner Classic Movies, does their uh, treasures from the Disney vault? Yes. Mm-hmm. October 15th. Black hole. October yeah, uh, okay. You know what? That might be one of the things that we could do on the show where we'd like review an older movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I used to have a pop up book. You know, like, black black like does it still stand up? You know, like a movie that you loved as a kid, maybe you haven't watched it in ten or fifteen years. Well that's the question, yeah. You no, know, does it does it still stand up or I, I guarantee you that scene where they unveil the face of the unfortunate like again, you always thought that those things were robots and all of a sudden it's like, Oh my god, those were humans that had mm-hmm. been turned into zombified, lobotomized 
slaves of so oh, it was just it was creepy. It was so creepy. And it freaked me out as a kid. So bad. I was gonna um, say I used to have a pop up book for the black hole. It didn't have too oh, much wow. of that. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. The, the the scene when they unveil it, it oh, it's creepy. So yeah, that was my number five. Uh, okay. Why don't we go like we'll, we'll skip ahead? Like, so who went first last time? Eli. I did. All right. So uh, Lee, you went second. So we'll yeah. just keep rotating like that. Lee, you're first. Kirk second. Okay. Eli third. So forth. All right. So my next one is uh, the Clayton's death scene in Tarzan. Ah. Okay. Okay. Um. Yeah. You know. I mean, there have been other depictions of death in Disney movies and things like that. But there was just something about number one, maybe the way he died, like cause he, it's, he's, he hangs himself. Yeah. Accidentally. Uh, accidentally, of course. But, and also too, cause like you, you just like, you know, like the, you, you, he's the bad guy. Okay. So it's okay. So you know, he's going to, something could happen to him, but it's mm-hmm. like, like when you see them fighting and then he starts getting wrapped up in the, and you're just like, dude, this is not going to be good. You know, something's about to happen here. Mm-hmm. This is going to be bad. But then, like, it seems uh, just I'm remembering just to be rather graphic. Yes, you know, it was like it was it was it was a death, and there's been deaths in Disney before, and you've seen you know Bambi's mom was shot, and just well, you see a lot of footage in Disney movies of villains falling, right, and the terrified look and the like, expression oh, no, as they're yeah. going down. Yeah, but that was the first time I think you saw him like dangling. Yeah, and that's it. When you see like the silhouette, and yes. it's just like whoa, like that's. Adult. It was very graphic. Yes. Very dark. Again, yes. you know, very just like, wow, I can't believe they actually saw the corpse. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's like faces of death. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, I mean, that's uh, that's one of my top five. Yeah. You see a lot of villains plummet to their doom, but that was the first one where you really saw yeah, uh, the aftermath. <laughs> what happened? Uh, Beauty and the Beast. Uh, Gaston, he fell, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, Lion King. Uh, he got ripped apart by the hyenas, I believe. Oh, but the, yeah, that's right. The, form. Uh, yeah. Uh, the dad fell. Right. Mm-hmm. Old, old hag and Snow White, she fell. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, Mother Gothel falls. I mean, you see a lot of people falling. Yeah. There's a lot of falling going Lificent, on. Doesn't she get, get, she get stabbed through the heart when she's in dragon form? Yeah, she gets yeah. stabbed in the heart in dragon form. I thought you were trying to say that Maleficent was your... <laughs> Angelina Jolie's Maleficent could qualify as a disturbing <laughs> moment. The whole thing is disturbing. Sure. That sure. material got messed over. All right. Well, Kirk, what is your fourth most disturbing Disney moment? All right. I was a little older for this one, so... All right. It was a different way. Judge Doom, when he oh, does his dip nice. demonstration... Okay. That's, nice. that's with that mind. shoe... Yes. That's not in mine, but that movie is in mine. Mm. So that was kind of like creepy though. Like you He slowly you, dips that shoe. Yeah. Yes. In in the dip. And you watch you see that shoe. First his little I guess I guess his nose, the top of the, yeah. the front of the shoe goes in and he's the toe like, of the shoe. Just like looking back at him. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, oh my god, he's just he's slowly killing this cartoon thing. <laughs> and he's looking up at him like Are you gonna stop this, please? <laughs> yes, he keeps dipping him. Making that, little, making that little making that little that, that, that little squeaky noise. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's oh, worse too because he's so small and tiny. Just yeah. like a little bitty. He's like, almost like a little kid. Yeah. yeah. Like a little puppy dog or something. Yeah, I know. That was disturbing. Don't put him in a dip. <laughs> you gotta do and that. Christopher Lloyd just carried it off so evil. Mm-hmm. Just looking at him doing that. He was taking such pleasure in just lowering him slowly into that dip, watching it sizzle and burn. Oh. Oh, dude, when his eyeballs popped out and you saw, like, the little fire in his eyes as you realized that he was really attuned. <laughs> I mean, cr- dude, he was creepy. Yeah, very <laughs> it was creepy. was a very creepy character, very disturbing. Very Doc, cold. Doc Brown, what the hell's wrong with you? Great <laughs> Scott, <laughs> stop it. 
kids are ass, Marty. <laughs> Bukowski, not Bukowski. What's his name in Taxi? Oh, Ignatowski. 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 Yes. Ignatowski. Ignatowski. Mike was asking. Mike was asking. Yes. Big Lebowski. <laughs> what is that? That's, <laughs> that's number four. That's number four. Okay, my fourth one disturbed me in a different kind of way. And I kind of combined two in this one. Mm-hmm. is because the racism on this one is just so over the top. And that would be Savages from, oh God, what's that, the, the Pocahontas. No, Peter Pan. No, 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 Pocahontas. Oh, yes. I'm sorry. I'm, I know exactly what I'm. Yes, sorry. Yes, Savages from Pocahontas, and then What Makes the Red Man Red, <laughs> as you were referring to from Peter Pan. Like, it's one thing, like, What Makes the Red Man, I could almost say, okay, that came from an era where joking about race, because basically the, the song asks a lot of questions about racial stereotypes, like, you know, What Makes the Red Man Red, and they answer each and every question. Red Man became red because... The very first engine prince, he kissed a maid and started to blush, and we've all been blushing ever since. So mm-hmm. that's why they're blushing because of women. And then when did he first say, <laughs> ugh? In the engine book, it'd say, when first brave married squaw, he gave out heap big ugh when he saw his mother-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Who hugs their mother-in-law? Why does he ask you how? Well, once the engine didn't know... All the things that he know now, but the engine, he sure learned a lot, and it's all from asking how. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> that, listening back to it, it didn't disturb me as a kid, but it's disturbing now. It's something that now, it makes me uncomfortable showing Peter Pan to my daughter, that's for sure. Mm. I get it, when they put it out there like that, it was a different time, different place, that kind of thing. Savages, on the other hand... That's just pure unbridled racism. Unbridled. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, on film. And I get it. That was their goal, is to show the hatred between people. Right. right. But That's, sometimes yeah. seeing that level of hatred is really f-ing disturbing. And it was so disturbing, in fact, that they had to redact a lot of the lyrics of the original song. Like, they went overboard in trying to portray the hatred that these groups had for one another and and it actually made it out into the soundtrack but then they had to go ahead and edit it because they were worried that oh my god well that that, that is a little bit too far out there i mean I, it was just it was uncomfortable to listen to because you know so many people you know say things like oh someone makes a joke and they're like oh that's racist no no no, it's racial you know if it was racist i mean it would just be really uncomfortable this was really uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> like if you had to put on a scale. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. It's, what do you got? All right. Five being the worst, you give it a six kind of thing. Like what? Just, that song? Yeah, yeah. Five is the worst. It's a, it's a five plus. It's a five plus. Yeah. No, I would give that a 20. <laughs> like, all right. <laughs> you know, I, no, you know what? I, I'm sorry. I would give it a 10. I would give the original lyrics a 20. Yeah. The original lyrics, what it says is like, so there's a couple of changes. One with Rat- Ratcliffe when he was shouting, let's go kill a few men as opposed to let's go get a few men. Okay, same kind of thing. Just one's a little bit more darker. He's saying let's go kill a few men. But the other one is, you, there's a part where he says, what can you expect from, fir- from filthy little heathens? Here's what you get when the races are diverse. Ouch. But, but what he says in the original, and again, that's bad, right? Yeah. That's racist. That's like just... Ah, right in your face. This this a slight 
But the original version okay. was, what can you expect from filthy little heathens? Their whole disgusting race is like a curse. Yeah, you can't use that. That, that, yeah. that that's 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 yeah, that's the twenty. And then you get 20, yeah. dirty shrieking devils. <laughs> now we sound the drums of war. Was originally dirty redskin devils. Oh, now we sound the drums of war. Yeah, wow. wow. Yeah, that's so. And again, I, you know, I understand this song was not. Well, I mean, meant they they are trying to show yes a, a point that like you know this is how bad these people think. And this is how bad the white man is. Yes. And at the same time, see how it makes, how, you know, it does the issue to the. Yeah. But, but then at the same time, then they had the Indians, uh, the Native Americans. Yeah, there, you go. <laughs> there you go. Basically like saying the same thing about the mm-hmm. white man. So it was just like, wait a minute. You understand why they're doing that? Because they want to show, you know, how bad the white man was or whatever. The, uh, just but like, at the same time, it's like, wow, they really went overboard. Yes. Yeah, that's a hard line. That that would just that's a that's a hard line. I mean, just to give you, the, what can you expect from filthy little heathens? Their whole disgusting race is like a curse. Their skin's a hellish red. They're only good when dead. They're vermin, as I said, and worse. I mean, that is really disturbing words for a child to be sitting through, and 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 let alone like as an, like as a at this point in time. By the time I saw this, I was in my twenties. Yeah. So even then, I was like I said, I was uncomfortable watching that. Uh, that that kind of really stood out to me. Like, ugh, I, I really feel like Disney should not be teaching me about racism like this. Not in this way, <laughs> no, no, because no. it leads to a war. So you mm-hmm. know yes. that what is that? That's not good. You know? Yes. So I, I found that to be incredibly disturbing. Eli, you want to go with your fourth? Oh man, uh, the f- oh, go ahead. bring us back up. I mean. <laughs> I, I can't uh, because like I was gonna well, say good. I'm glad I disturbed y'all good <laughs> yeah because I was gonna say um one of one of mine was Siamese cats you know like they had that we, we are, are Siamese yeah. <laughs> please I don't do, know do, do, do. did the did the overt racism disturb you or did the cats themselves like because they're so creepy it disturb like, you yeah that's that's the that's the thing is like uh, that's a good question because. The the way it's animated with the music, which is kind of like it's a catchy beat, but it's also very stereotypical. But it's very thank you. It's very stereotypical <laughs> yeah. at the same time. And then the cats, the way they are drawn, are you know buck teeth, buck teeth, right? Kind of, yeah. yeah. and and so like you have that level of race. Now again, it's like you said, as a kid, I watched it and the song was creepy. Yes. The way the cats moved was yes. creepy. Yes, but then as an adult, it's like. Ooh, watching yeah. it now, it's a little uncomfortable. Right, because the, the thing with that was, is where in Daddy's example, it's more overt. This is more subvert. Mm-hmm. Like so, like I as an adult, I can see it. So it still, it still creeps. The song still creeps me out. Like it just does. I probably don't even own any cats because of that song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, it sticks in my head. It's a creepy beat, and then, yeah, just the subvert racism with it is. Uh, as an adult, it's disturbing, but the characters themselves, when I saw them as kids, yeah. as a kid, creep me the f*** out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Creepy ass out. Yeah, it, it's creepy. Look, I, I, again, I tend to forgive older stuff like that. Right. Looney Tunes did the same thing. I don't, I don't want to pin all, all this on Disney. It was a different time, and Milton Berle, Don Rickles, Richard Pryor, yeah. Red Fox, all the comedians at the time. It was no cutting one, edge. Yeah, no one thought twice about making 
you know, racial stereotypes and jokes, and it was just part of the, the lexicon and the humor. But watching it now, yes, it is. It, it's kind of like if you have a, a little child, it's like, ooh, do I want them to see this? Well, you know what's know. weird is besides that, like just on the overall topic was uh, I can't. There was a, I was going to have an honorable mention, but I was like, I'm not really disturbed by it. It was just something I just kind of. I've got some honorable mentions. Oh, oh right. save that. Like well, another honorable mentions. Okay. But I mean, but it's not disturbing. I was just, it just relates to what we're talking about. Okay. So I was going to put, I was going to uh, put in uh, absent minded professor, but I love the absent minded professor. Okay. okay. I love the, the old one with Fred McMurray. Yes. You know, so I love that movie because I used to watch it on Disney Channel. Mm hmm. But when I got older, I thought it was funny because I was like, well, number one, it was like, what, it's in like the 40s or 50s when it was made, something mm-hmm. like that. It's like, cause a real old movie. Most of the movies are really old. I was like, damn, no brothers in this movie. Like, at <laughs> all. Like, everybody's always happy in this in this. And I'm like, is that because there's no brothers in there? And then, like, they had a basketball team. They ain't want to get no, no brothers, brothers on the basketball team. <laughs> <laughs> you imagine a game like LeBron James, Shaquille O'Neal, it'll be like blue chips before they made the movie Blue Chip. Well, that's why they needed Flubber. Right, but if they had the brothers, they wouldn't have needed the flubber. And then they might have you know, won the tournament because they were suspected of cheating. Not to give the whole movie away, but but it wasn't something where it was like... It was 1961. Exactly. It wasn't like, oh, no, this really disturbed me, so I didn't really put it on the list. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was funny because I was like, yeah, like everybody's happy in this time and no other races in, in these towns. Like, mm-hmm. you know, so I was like, man, that's creepy. No, no, you're right, you're right. Have, have you seen the lyrics to the uh, Siamese cat song? Have uh, I sang it? Do, do you do you know them? A few. I know a few lyrics. Yeah, yeah. I, we are Siamese, if you please. But that's yeah, that's what I know too. But I had to go back and look Uh-oh. and see what they are. And there's nothing. It's nothing overtly um, racist or anything. Yeah, about when it. we see like milk, there's a baby nearby. Yeah, but it's huh? mostly about killing. Yeah, they creepy, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. they're trying. First, first verse about it was uh, stealing some pies that they're leaving out to, to um, cool on the windowsill. Other ones about the next one's about um, a bird. Hmm? Yeah, if we sneak up on it, it's gonna be some bird for you and some so for, for me. Some for you had some. And, for and me. the last one's about uh, getting a fish. Hmm? And they would try to get, get the, the fish. fish. They yeah. were like sticking it. They were like trying to trick the fish, like to come out of the bowl or do something. You, do you seeing that thing swimming round and round? Maybe we could reaching in and make it drown. Yeah, those. <laughs> some mischievous cats. Yeah. cats they are creepy. considered villains. Yeah, I wouldn't have bought them cats because, like, if I, I'm afraid, I would have went to bed and both of them would have grabbed the pillow and put it over my face or something. <laughs> back, back in the day when they had that villain shop over in uh, Hollywood Studios oh, or yeah. MGM, when it was what it was really called, you would see the Siamese cats in there. That was yeah. a cool store. What was her name? Am and Siam, or what it was? Siam. Siam. Oh, Siam. 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 Okay. See that clever wordplay. Sorry, I couldn't lift you up, but that was. Right, so know, I, and I expected Lee to bring the racism. Oh, it's coming. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, I was going to say. <laughs> no, Lee's, Lee's racism's from the heart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he just bring it out to you. I listened to the, the, the other show. This dude said white power, man. Lee said white power? Not Remember white power, did, but there was like something we power, man. Power I, was man like, I was going through the list oh, of characters. Yeah. Yeah. So is there a and white power, man? Yeah, like, power what about man. white power, man? I said, you just said that about Luke Cage. And he was like, <laughs> Luke Cage is black? And I was like, oh, man. <laughs> I didn't even know I was laughing I was like that dude brought it right to the show Kirk right. you're up for number three alright number three I didn't really rank these because this really should have been further down the list because it's not that disturbing again but again showing my age 20,000 leagues under the sea ah mm. the squid attack on the Nautilus really 
because it was bad. He had to pay fifty sub dollars. No, I get it. I got it first. It wasn't so much when the um outside because when they were out fighting it, Captain Nemo and um Ned Land when he throws the harpoon hits it right in the round of the face it was bad enough. Right when um Ned Land first comes out the um, inside the Nautilus, he's still down. A crewman mm-hmm. gets attacked by the squid. Yeah, and he f- kind of falls back into the Nautilus, and Ned Land catches him. And if when he sees him, his face is covered with these circles. Oh, from, oh, the, from the suction, yeah. from, yes, the, from yes, the tentacles. Yes, yeah. Yes. And I remember as a kid seeing that, I was like. Oh, what is that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's got measles. And again, it's, it's 1955, so the special effects aren't the best. But no, still, yeah. to, to a kid seeing that, it's like, what's... Oh, oh look at that. <laughs> his face is all torn apart. It's really just black circles on his face. You know, like yeah. you say that, but that reminds me of uh, another disturbing moment that I didn't write down that would definitely serve as an honorable mention, but Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, what was the second one? Johnny Depp needs more money. Bl- yeah, uh, that's dead <laughs> that world's in dead, dead man's chest. chest. When the Kraken first introduced, he finds the body of a crew member and he turns him over, and his yeah. face is sucked off. Yep. And it's just this concave hole of, a f- and it's like, whoa! When you saw that, it was like there was nothing yeah. I was expecting that, that came close to that. Uh, so that was very creepy. But yeah, yeah, no, I, I could see that as being really disturbing. Yeah, Kraken's just messed up. <laughs> did the crew member survive? I can't remember. Uh, well, you don't see him again. I was going to say. And then when Captain Nemo actually gets gets um gets caught by the, by the squid. Right. And he's, he's kind of getting getting pulled down into the water. You're like, oh, I like him. Don't take him. <laughs> don't suck his face off. And then yeah. Ned jumps in the water and gets him out and everything. Mm-hmm. So Kirk Douglas, my namesake, <laughs> re- rescues him and everything. You were named after Kirk Douglas? I was. Oh, get oh, out of here. Oh. Look at you. Look at that. I know. That was Kirk Cameron. Tough guys. <laughs> it, was, it was a t- tropical storm, Kirk. Oh. Who's out there right now, believe it or not. Ah. That's, you got, uh... All right, my number three. This is something that disturbed me watching this. I was a little bit older at the time when I saw this, but I mean, still, it was kind of like, whoa, did that just happen? And that's watching The Great Mouse Detective. There's a scene in that movie. Now, Radigan, voiced by the great Vincent Price, who also did... The original narration of the Phantom Manor. Uh, nice, yeah. Well, th- you're welcome. Um, he voices the villain. I think Radigan's a really creepy villain, but Radigan has an um, insecurity complex, I suppose, because he does not like the idea of being called a rat. Even though his name's Radigan, <laughs> he thinks he's a, just a large mouse. And so they're singing the song Radigan, Radigan, the world's, and one of the guys. A mouse just had too much to drink. His name was Bartholomew. Had too much to drink and said, uh, the world's greatest rat or something mm-hmm. to that effect. And all, all of a sudden the music stops and Radigan <laughs> gets ticked off. And he deals with him the way Radigan deals with things. And he rings the little bell and calls his cat, Felicia. Oh. <laughs> and you watch in silhouette as Felicia picks up this Drunk mouse who has no idea what's going on, and he's still singing the praises of Radigan, and she drops the rat hole into her mouth, and you hear a <laughs> swallow sound, and all the like you see the like his compatriots behind him like kind of lower their head and put their hat over their heart and everything like that, and it was the first time like I think I've ever seen anything eaten alive <laughs> <laughs> in a Disney cartoon. And it was like, did that just freaking happen? 
on screen. I, I couldn't believe it when I first saw it. Just want to sing a song to his boss. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's trying to be cool. You trying know, to like, impress his boss. Yeah, he's like, yeah, you're the best rat ever. Yeah. yeah and like, you, like, you look, you don't see the, the visual of it. You right. see the silhouette visual. Which is of, just as bad. It yeah. is just as bad. Yes. It's almost worse. Yeah, because it leaves it up to your imagination yes. and that's it yes. really twisted. It forces your mind to think of what it might really look like. So right. That creeped me out to no end. That's, that was disturbing to me. Radigan feeding a mouse to a cat. That's yes. got to be tough. He's singing the song and Radigan's like, tell him bye, Felicia. Yes. <laughs> bye, Felicia. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that was my number three. So that leaves us to Lee. Well, me and Eli need to go. Oh, okay. What? That leads us to Eli, then Lee. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, All right. Well, there was this movie I saw a while back. It was called Something Wicked This Way Comes. Oh, I remember that movie. That's a creepy movie. That was a. I read the book. It was. It was pretty good. It was very. It was a very disturbing uh, movie because, like, if for those who don't know, for a remake. By the way, yeah, it's a. I would. I would recommend it. It's a basically like you know a dark carnival comes to this small town, mm-hmm. and then like all of these various uh, villainous characters come in and they basically divide and conquer on the town and you know start taking the people over. But there's one scene in particular. I remember. I'm a young kid. I see this. So there's a there's this guy Jason Robards uh, is the is the actor, and uh, so he's an older gentleman, right? But there's this like kind of like hot gypsy lady so like i'm intrigued because it's like this hot gypsy lady although <laughs> you know i'm young so i don't understand what's happening to me is i don't understand why you like the, the gypsy, gypsy lady. yeah so but then so then like she starts kissing like jason robard so then it was kind of like ew, like you know she's kissing this old dude and then it turns out that later like she basically puts a spell on the dude Right, and then it turns out that she's really like a real old lady at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. So then, like uh, after they break the little curse or whatnot, like she's hot at at the beginning, but now she's like all old and like disturbingly wrinkly. So she's still like in this hot gypsy lady outfit, but she's like a hundred and some years old. Oh, that uh, that just oh, now they have some other creepy stuff in the movie, mm-hmm. but that distinctly. Yeah. Pops out because number one is watching some hot chick kissing this really old dude, yeah. which a young guy should not be seeing that. Mm-hmm. And then to see the chick where you're like, "Wow, she was hot," and then she's a hundred years old yes. and half naked, but a hundred years old. That's just wrong. It's like that scene in The Shining <laughs> with the girl in the bathtub, yeah. right? Yes, you just kind of like, did I just see that? And mm-hmm. now I can't get the image out of my, you know, out my eye. It's yes. stuck. Something it's wicked this way comes. It's very <laughs> wicked. Something old and wicked this yes, week. Comes. I will see the remake though if they if that comes out because that would be a good remake. It was uh what's another what's the other the guy who ran the carnival? Uh, I want to say his name is uh, Jonathan Price. That was a creepy dude too, but mm-hmm. he didn't really he was creepy because of just how he looked and how he acted. But yes, old people kiss and creep me out. I'm sorry, <laughs> <laughs> that was disturbing to me. Lee, right, so I also had the Siamese cats. Um, okay, and then the thing is, like, with this, it was definitely the cats themselves and their their like creepiness and like their 
Like they're just evil. Like you just yeah, they tell, are. like they're not good yeah. pe- they're not nice cats. No. no. You can just tell like they're really bad and they they're they're and they're getting other people in trouble for them being bad. <laughs> yes. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the thing. Like, okay, it's one thing to be like, oh if if like the uh if like the owners knew like oh they're bad cats they're always messing stuff up but no mm-hmm. like they blame it on everyone else like, yes they get everyone else in trouble exactly exactly exactly. exactly they got those creepy sleeky moves yeah and the tail and yeah no, like, cats yeah. are kind of like that <laughs> exactly yeah yeah exactly um <laughs> but i mean kind of like the racist stuff just kind of like even looking back on it just kind of went over my head i'm like oh yeah that's chinese but mm-hmm. it's not that bad i guess you know whatever same thing with the crows like that never bothered me. Yeah, you know, I can see and that. Maybe, you know, I don't... Uh, as a kid, it didn't bother right. me. Getting it, older... As a kid, it didn't bother me, but even now, like today, I look at it and then I go, yeah, that's kind of bad, but whatever. But that's more subvert, you know, though. You know, that's yeah. the thing. It's, it's more subvert. No, like, see, like, I could make an excuse for the crows back in yeah. the... Like, uh, I could say, okay, it's just that, uh, again, it was, it was uh, the time that it was made, that kind of thing. But when you find out that the Lee Crow was a white man doing the voice. That makes it definitely It, it, it makes it yeah. definitely harder. And then they say the crow's name was Jim. It's kind of yeah, rough. And, and that's, it's like, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good though. That's why it gets subvert. Because like, yeah. you have to know like, all those different yeah, things to yeah. put that together as an adult. And once you, know? you put it together, you're like, okay, like, there's no defending that scene. It's a really awful scene. And yet it's still... In the movie, and don't get me wrong, that's a great song. I was a kid. I remember I had, I had the, the record. Album. Yeah, 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 I would yeah. play that song. That was the best song. Yep. And now I'm like, ugh. Yeah. Like, thank you, thank you, Disney, for I heard the rubber band. band. <laughs> Seeing the peanuts. Do you think it's, huh? I wonder if that'll be in the live action. Version. Oh God. What they should well, do in the live action version is actually get the black crows back together. Band. <laughs> 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 Dang little little light your candle. <laughs> Come on, I'm sure hard to handle now. And then like, they have their cousin, the county crows, show up yeah, after the that. The county crows will be there too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so number two, Eli. As back to me? Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah, because no, number three. No, it goes to me. Danny, Danny's up to me. Oh, okay. Sorry. I miss. Yeah. All right. right, so I'm up for number two. My number two could have been easily the number one for mm-hmm. me. Uh, and that is the opening of Guardians of the Galaxy with Peter Quill's dying mother. Oh, okay. That, I, was thinking, oh, wow. I was thinking of him kicking the rats. And I'm like, no, that that's bad. what I, <coughs> Okay. I remember watching that and it disturbing me so much because as a father, as a parent, mm-hmm. it's the worst your nightmare that yeah. you're going to die and here's this child who still has so much left to learn. You have nothing to give them. And as you're in your deathbed looking terrible and they're seeing you and they're freaked out by the whole thing i mean the whole thing was just so disturbing and then the rest of the movie just kicked ass and so when my daughter sat down to watch (laughs) with me i thought it was fine and then that part came on you're like fast forward and then i had to explain cancer to my daughter oh wow and i just was like you Disney. <laughs> damn you! God damn, we couldn't have done this in a backstory. He couldn't have just said it, you know, and something. Oh, it was such a kicker. And they even call back to it towards the end where when he's trying to save the world and he's burning up and he, he sees, sees his mom. He yeah. sees his mom there. It's such a nightmare. Like it's a disturbing scene for me. I hate seeing it every time it comes on. Yeah. It, it's powerful. And it's it's you know, it, it's a very powerfully disturbing scene, is is what it is. And that 
almost could have been my number one, but I kind of had to be fair. We can go with my childhood nostalgia, my number yeah. one. So, um, yeah, that one, that one screwed me up. I hated that twice. Yeah, they played <laughs> twice, the big twice. The first time I saw it and being reminded of, oh my god, I could die one day and really screw up my kid. And the second one, when my screen kids saw it, and I'm like, oh my god, I have to explain. <laughs> and she had twenty thousand questions. Why is she like that? What's happening to her? Is she gonna die? And like you could, she was welling up. I don't want to watch this movie. This is oh, a no. bad movie. <laughs> and I was like, oh my god, what did I do? I, did, I totally f-ing forgot about that f-ing first scene. <laughs> well, and here's oh, a funny thing: like when I actually saw that scene, <laughs> damn it. When I saw that movie, I don't know what happened. If I came in, I came in late. I know I came in late. So yeah. I didn't even see that scene. Oh. I came in where he's like already like. And then it came out on video. I'm like, and I, you know, I got it on DVD. And I'm like, hey, what, hey, what happened? <laughs> what, what is this? Yeah. Feel good yeah. at the beginning. Yes. Yeah. Oh. I agree. Man. It's like so, that, yeah, that will mess you up. That, that scene was very sucked. adult. Yeah. They, I've, I've got a similar story, but it's not Disney related. So I'll tell you later. But okay. yeah, I've got a movie that's not a Disney movie that that really like messed me up. Yes. Like like like. Uh, uh, I can't watch that movie again. This this particular movie. I've only I've watched it one time and I've mm. never watched it again. Well, what okay. is it? That you just I'll tell you later after the show. It's not, it's not a Disney movie. Did you just say the name? Let's I just artificial the artificial intelligence AI. Oh, that was a f- oh okay. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll go off on that. Yeah, uh, okay. that, but that one because that was a time when like my kid had just gotten out of the hospital. Yeah. And you, you know, it's like you start thinking about like, am I going to be here for him? And like that that robot's all by himself, like yeah. forty thousand years later, and he's still mm-hmm. alive and. And I, dude, I watched that movie, and then I, I, I went in the bathroom, and I cried like real ass tears, ugly cried, like I was at a funeral, mm-hmm. and I've never been able to watch that movie again. I cannot watch it. I hate that movie. Yeah, I, yeah. It's like, and the thing is, like, that movie was so messed up because yes. like it hit so many different directors, and it, the movie itself didn't make any sense, mm-hmm. and it just, it was like five different stories going on, but that. You know that Haley uh, Joe Osmond or whatever, yeah. yeah, yeah, him. Like that kid. Like I saw my kid in him, yes. And it just is like I, I'm done. I cannot ever watch this movie again. It's like, do you want to watch a kid get kicked in the balls twenty thousand times? Yeah. Like watch us torture this child. Yeah. And even at the end, give him what he wants, but still be like, eh, you get two seconds of it, <laughs> and that's it. Yeah. 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 Mm. yeah. So anyway, all right. So I can't watch that movie again ever. Yeah. No. 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 It's a bad movie. All right. Uh, next. So are we on two? We're on two. Two. Eli, Eli, yeah. It's me? Okay. Uh, I'd have to say, uh, when I was out, I mean, I saw this as an adult, which was Fighting Dory, which I was always like, (laughs) what a, you know, what a, what a goof. But it would be, it was, there were some parts in the movie, of course, where she's, you know, she forgets everything. Mm -hmm. And so uh, she gets lost and. You know, she's just like, I don't know anything. I don't know anything's going and everything's like dark. And I was like, I remember seeing that and being like, oh, I fell for the, I fell for. But now being older and having a a father that essentially has the same situation, except he's not a fish, uh, (laughs) is like, that's very, like you would talk about the movie. It's very connecting because Mm -hmm. like uh, it, I see the movie different now. Yeah. To be oh, like sure. in that, yeah, to be uh, in that spot because like it's a, it's a, it's a scary or disturbing thing when you, like you say, you watch something that can't remember anything and you have to kind of 
get it out of danger all the time or you have to be like don't forget to you know swim this way because there's a shark over here you know right uh so yes uh that seeing that movie at first was like whatever but then yeah having a uh, life experience and then seeing that movie uh it hits me different wow you can't yeah. enjoy the movie. Right, right, right. 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 Uh, all it does is remind you of a painful situation. I mean, this is supposed to be, again, escapism. Right. <laughs> and it's like, oh, this is just reminding me of my very that, real situation. And that's yeah. the thing. It was like when Dory was just in Finding Nemo, it's a funny character. Yeah. But I think when they gave her the whole movie, yes. it was like. They turned the funniest part of that movie into a, a handicap, and it was like. Yes. Oh, now, now you just made me feel bad for ever laughing about anything that she... Oh, thank you, Dave. Yeah. They made Baby Dory so cute. Yes, yeah. When she first gets lost and looks with those big eyes, it's like, oh mm. Yeah. You know, and then she's like, I can't remember anything. And mm. then you're just like, oh, no. And then, mm. like, it just... And then watching to see how vulnerable the, the character gets and then, like, all these situations that can happen. Yeah, it's... Yeah, it, it's, it was a little too close to hope. Uh, yeah, absolutely. for sure. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. So uh, you mentioned it slightly, but I want to expand on it. Uh, Who framed Roger Rabbit? Yes. Okay. And so the scene where, you know, he gets run over by the steamroller, you know, and mm-hmm. then he, he, he comes back to life. Right. And then, of course, then you, okay, you realize that he's a tune, but mm-hmm. he goes, Remember me, Eddie, when I killed your brother? <laughs> it's like, whoa, <laughs> High pitched, yeah, that high pitched yeah. voice is like I, I killed your eyes. brother. Yeah, that high, high, high. Yeah, I was just like, holy, <laughs> this is not good. Like, yeah. it was just like, whoa, this guy is a psycho. Yeah, and yeah, he's like he is evil, and um, and then kind of when he died too, it was just like, yeah, it was just like whoa, you see him melt away. Yeah, that yeah, is so, so basically, like that, that whole like from the time he got run over from the roller and then to the time he died, just like. It was over the top, and it was just like, whoa. It was a did, graphic scene. What did I just watch? Yeah. 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 And you knew what that dip was going to do to him, and, and he couldn't move. He's just like stuck there, mm-hmm. and he's just screaming, and, and, and it's like, like yeah, wow. With that voice. With yes. That voice and that high-pitched voice. Yeah, that was like, that, uh, uh. that was just like, whoa, that, that's not good. No. No. <laughs> So that was Roger Rabbit, and the the the, other, the little kid, the the little shoe with the dip was bad, but yes. again, but when 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 he popped out and his eyes popped out yes. and he had that voice when he says, "When I killed your brother," mm-hmm. that scared me. Uh, it's it's freaky. No, it was. It definitely was. It, it screwed with you because I I did not see that coming. Yeah, because yeah, that's the one thing you didn't see. Yes, yeah. this guy. I mean, you knew he was a bad guy. Yeah. And you knew he you know you knew he was evil, and you know he knew he was the villain of the movie. Mm-hmm. But you didn't he, realize he was pure evil. He right, was doing all the stuff against Toons. He like he killed the little yeah, shoe. He wanted himself. to kill Roger. Yeah, yeah. But he's a tune himself. He himself. The whole thing, yeah, it was creepy. It was creepy. When, as I, well. when I first when I first saw it, I couldn't. I didn't realize this at the time, but I went back and I thought about it. There's a scene earlier in the movie when he um he's in the Eichme warehouse and he trips on those those plastic eyeballs mm-hmm. that are on the ground yeah. yes. and when he gets up he's holding his own eye yeah yes. yeah yeah you know you realize yeah. that he's doing that because his eye fell out right 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 <laughs> that's a great callback yeah that movie's just trippy all right so next up is kirk your but, second that would one be me hang on again personal experience not anything bad that was going on on at the time when this movie came out i had a my youngest he was still a toddler um, Finding Nemo, when um, 
The barracuda. Exactly. Good lord. When all the eggs Look, get it. He can't even say it. You yeah, can't even say it. He's kind of. So you think at the time because it's, it's like, yeah. You okay now? You had all these. He had all these kids and his wife. Mm-hmm. Now they're all gone. You don't yeah. see him disappear. You don't see what the barracuda does. But you know what happened. Yes. Mm. And he has this one egg that, left. That creepy scene where they, they just stop and and she's just staring off into the distance and you see almost in silhouette and you're like. This is too dark a mood. Something serious is about ready to happen, and when it happens, it's whoa. And that and that one scene that affects the whole rest of the movie yes. because that's why Marlon is so protective of Nemo. Why he doesn't want him to do anything. Well, that's why Nemo has like a the, as like that, a, that, little that old tiny fin. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, it, yeah, it, it shaped the entire rest of the movie. I mean, it's, it's a hell of a backstory. And yeah, the, they they do you a favor by not showing anything that happened. But you know that, but, that's just such a classic Pixar move where it's like, oh, we're ha- we're, here's the happy newlyweds, yes, and, blah, blah, yes. blah, and then bam, oh, they're all dead. Yes, yeah, what? right. You don't ever see it in the trailer. You know, they're just yeah. like, oh, look, here's a here's a cute fish, and everything else is cute. Look, haha, do you see them like swimming by the you know the title? Like, oh, this looks like fun. Yeah. And then, yeah, the first five minutes, it's death. You're like, oh, <laughs> oh, not just death, death of a whole, yeah, like, like all genocide. Of yes. they all genocide. Gone. Yeah, plus, yeah. plus the mother. No, you're right. No, that's totally dark. That's what I'm saying. Like, you just never, you don't get that impression from, like, a trailer or something like that. And so then you, you're like, all right, we're going to see this happy movie. And then genocide starts off the first thing, you know. <laughs> I, I feel you. I yeah, genocide is not really a great thing to start off a movie no. with. And no, it, it doesn't happen. But it's Disney. It can be all be happy. Doesn't make for a happy no, it's uh, gotta, beginning. But yeah. be dark. Makes for a great attraction, though. All right, well, I got a feeling True. now we're down to the number one. I got a feeling this is going to be very similar across the board on this. This has got to be the same I'm going to be thing. honest. I'm going to be surprised got if it. anyone picks the same one I do. I think I've got one very unique. Go ahead. All right, cool. Well, who's, who's up? Cause, it would be you. Okay, Pinocchio. That's, that's me. Really? Okay, but let's see if it's the same scene. Now, Pinocchio does have a lot of disturbing stuff going on. I mean, you got this yes. monstrous whale. Mm-hmm. You got... You know, kids smoking and drinking and turning into jackasses and mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, just all kinds of stuff going on. But to me, what the the part that bothered me the most was when he gets kidnapped by Stromboli. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. The reason why is because I think, and this is the way I'm remembering it, I guess, but seeing that as a kid, I didn't realize until that point that an adult could be evil. Okay. So I'm like, wait a minute. This is a this is an adult. They're not supposed to lock you in a cage. Uh-huh. They're not supposed to threaten to use you as firewood. It's called mm-hmm. time out. Yeah, uh, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, th- this is kidnapping. This is child abuse. Yeah. This is like, uh, it's not, but it's it's parallel to sex trafficking and child prostitution and all this other kind of stuff that you know, because he's basically using. Pinocchio to make money, and when he's done, when he's done making any money more, he's going to throw him on the woodpile. Yeah, damn. And right. So, so that's evil and that's disturbing. But like I said, the part that disturbed me the most is I don't think as a child I realized that an adult would do that to someone, mm. to a kid. You know what I mean? So it's like I never saw an adult in that light. I don't know if I hadn't never seen a villain or or what, mm-hmm. but it just that stands out to me as a time where it was like a paradigm shift in my little mind to where it's like. Oh shit! Adults can hurt you. Yeah, you know, like there's actual adults out there that are not nice people. Hmm. Mm. Oh. I must say, I am surprised that that is this, the scene from Pinocchio that you picked. Yeah. Okay. But no, I can see that again. It's a personal relevance thing. I mean, what hits different people 
at different times, especially along our own social development, is going to be different. Uh, who's next, Kirk? That would be me. Okay. Mufasa. Mufasa. Mufasa, Mufasa, Mufasa. Kind of combination of the whole thing. When Scar, his own brother, you know, no can happen, but still, to see it like that, you knew he was evil, but he'll be that evil. Throws him off the cliff. You just thought he was a jerk. You didn't yeah. think he was a murderer. I think it was that. No. Yeah. You hear uh, Jeremy Irons' voice. You know he's. You know he's evil. Just didn't think he was that bad. Yeah. And you see him fall down, and you know they get that stampede of those, whatever they were, the wildebeest. 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 Yeah. But then when Simba tries to go there and get him up, oh, tries, yeah. to re- tries to you know wake him up and stuff, doesn't realize what's going on. Yeah, doesn't realize he's gone. And then when he realizes, now he's out on. Then that, that shadowy place that he was always told he couldn't go to, he could, that's where he's going to end up, and he's all by himself. Again, at the time, I had a, had a young one, so it's kind of gets to you when you think of it like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very, yeah. uh, I, I, I can actually remember, remember tearing up for that one. Uh, I can imagine. Watching, I can watching it with my, with my young son. So yeah. it wasn't so much the death of Mufasa, but the fact that now the kid is not an orphan, but he's, like, he's on his own. Yes, and yeah. that 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 happened right there. He he thought his his father was still alive. He didn't know he was dead. Mm-hmm. That's something he had to realize because you know he crawled on him, on his paw and everything. Then he realizes you know, his father's dead. Yeah, he's by himself. Sounds like your voice is cracking even speaking about. <laughs> it. I'm I'm feeling what he's saying. Yeah, yeah. I am too. Yeah, yeah, I'm that's what I'm saying. Like it sounds like it still hits you. I mean, it's how emotional it is. Am I right? Is yeah, it? yeah, yeah, definitely. Because if you think about back to, to the time it happened, you saw that. Yeah, he said personal experiences mean something. Nothing bad was going on in my life, but I mean, you having another one, you can empathize. Yeah. What happened to me if, if we right. were out somewhere and that happens to me and he's by himself now, right? Well, not yeah. knowing what to do. Well, I, I, I know for me personally, like once I had a kid, the the whole view of the world is yes. a different thing. It's like yeah. What's going to happen when I'm not here? What's going to happen if this yep. happens? What's going to happen if this happens? How, yep. you know, is, the, is my kid going to be ready for this if I have, you know, so and so? Like your whole worldview just changes, like, yeah. in, like in an instant. I can't, I can't watch horror movies anymore because once having a kid, I mean, it's, it's, all this stuff always happens to young kids. Yeah. And um, yeah, it, being a parent, that changes your whole worldview. Y'all are absolutely right. Totally. Wow. E? You. Oh, me? You're after me. Oh, okay. I thought okay. My, my, my I've bad. lost. I've lost track of the of the of the order. But I mean, if yeah. you want, if you want to, I'll go. If you want to, just you know, pass it off that you're the you're the host. I mean, no, no, I don't no, care. Dan's gonna have the big, long, great one. So let that's what I'm saying. No, 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 I don't want to <laughs> close the stuff. That's out. what I'm saying. Go See, ahead, Eagle. You gotta do these shows enough to know that, like, no, I, I've so. already kind of told what my one mine you, is. You so. gotta throw it to the strengths. You, when some musical comes along, give it to Kevin. Yeah. No, you know what? You go ahead. You go ahead because I, I want to see. Because y'all say we might all be the same one, but so far it's different. But no, it sounds yeah. like you and Lee might be the same one. No, it's not the same, same one, but it's the same movie. Okay. Uh, and, and my movie was Pinocchio, and it's that scene where all the kids start turning into donkeys. Yeah, that was freaky. That it, it is freaky. Freaked me yeah. the hell out as a kid. I never even watching the pain in their eyes as their last bit of humanity went out of their eyes as their little kid brains and they're sitting there having fun and just you know being kids and all of a sudden well just being kids smoking and drinking and you know i mean well you don't know what they were drinking maybe they were drinking uh, it wasn't apple juice soda pop (laughs) could have been a a little cider yeah okay so they're a little mischievous what kid isn't a little mischievous but to know 
the horror like as a, as a it, it there was a part of me like you know it's almost like when you watch robocop and you saw that dude melt away and he's this melted oh. mess and you're like oh my god i know he's a bad guy but no one deserves that yeah you <laughs> know? the car hits him yeah. and he just, yeah, the van hits him and he yeah, just yeah, out of just, oh, that was gross and that was my favorite scene because i was like my god thank christ they put that guy out of his misery <laughs> <laughs> the scene that bothered me was uh, when the What's the, the the new robots? What were they called? Yeah, AT will die. Yeah, when he um they in the office doing the demonstration and yeah. one it was out, goes um out of control. He shoots that one guy like thousands of times. Oh right. god! Like, yeah, he yeah. shredded him. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that's that's the thing. It's like the, that one act of horror. Where as a co- a child, it's like, my God, this could happen to me. Like you know, it just that, that horror in the kids' eyes as they turned into something else. And the little brains devolved from a human to a, um, an animal. And, and seeing that and just, you know, as Pinocchio starts slowly transforming and seeing the terror in his eyes as all this was going on. And, and it's like, oh, my God, the, the kids aren't supposed to be. This is not supposed to happen to children. Like, <laughs> yeah. We're supposed to be safe. There's supposed to be, you know, people to take care of us. This is a point where the adults step in and save everybody. But no, they all got herded off. <laughs> well, you know, and he, again, is an adult who's, he knows this. Yeah. He's bringing them there to do that to them. Exactly. He knows if they'll come, they'll, they'll get, you know, they'll, they'll smoke and they'll drink and they'll be bad kids and they'll turn into donkeys. Yeah. And that's so he's, he's a slave driver, you know, he's, yes. a, he's a slave trader, basically. You know, mm-hmm. it's like now he's got his workforce. Exactly. So, you know, that's just, again, like, wow, these adults are doing this to the kids? Yes. And there again, you see the transformation happen completely in silhouette. Yeah. But you, there, you can still see the horror in the child's face as he realizes what's happening to him. And it's mm-hmm. just, it, it was just terrifying as a child. Oh, man, that freaked me out. I mean, Monstro was scary enough. I mean, <laughs> you know, Stromboli, like you said, he was scary as a kid watching that. But I mean, um, man, that threw me. That really threw me. I'm so glad I just remember Jiminy Cricket. Yes. <laughs> yeah, all everyone remembers from that movie is when you wish. <laughs> and there yeah, is. There's a lot of, there's a lot of Disturbing yeah, going on. imagery, I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, even the guy that he meets, uh, I forget his name, but the one that introduces him into, uh, to, to the Pleasure Island. What was his oh, name? Oh, look, it starts with an L. Um, he's like a long fellow. He's huh? a he's long fellow. No, not long fellow, like limp. Picket. Oh uh, no, that's his friend. I'm talking about the fox that that basically like. Oh wait, there was Gideon and there was um taller one. Oh shoot! But I mean that again. He's basically like a pimp. Yes, yes, know? yes, yes. He's he's like even, he even dresses like a pimp. Yeah, like, <laughs> there's a lot of really bad adults in that movie. Should they, baby? And you know what? He was a walk it was around. Bear. Yeah, <laughs> he was a walk a around baby. character for the longest time. That's funny. Yes, he was. Like, he I was didn't think like, about that. Yeah. When funny. Anna and I first got our picture taken, it was with uh, him when we walked to Honest John. Honest, Honest John. John. Oh, that was his God. name. And he, he, like when we first walked, he used to be at the at the front of Hollywood Studios, right off to the left, right that little shack-looking yeah. place. That's that was where he was. And, crazy. And we remember, have pictures with him. Remember back in the, I think it was the 80s, they used to have a, a daytime parade in Stromboli's Mm-hmm. Um, the cart that, that he throws Pinocchio in, uh-huh. yeah, that was a float. Yeah, it was. Yes, you're oh, right. Wow. You're right. The Lord. It, 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 look, if you saw when we were live uh, Facebooking, or no, 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 we weren't live Facebook. We were uh, uh, FaceTiming Emmy. Gideon still is a, is a walk around character over in Disneyland, and we were FaceTiming, and Gideon came over and said hello and everything. Uh-huh. That was one of those. Again, characters in Disneyland are different. They don't have to be by a schedule. They walk around. They just ma- yeah, like they just interact out. with you. Yeah, right. And 
dude just walked right over like hey how you doing and started engaging in the in the in the video but like don't touch my kid <laughs> yeah that's the thing it's like shoot you're like, like kid you pimp you're in disney you're like oh look a character and you're like <laughs> oh wait a minute you hung around with the dude it didn't, oh man uh, never mind but anyway you got that creepy watch so that was mine uh, that was my number one for sure oh but, wow yeah that yeah that that scene it again it, you know i Brought up Transformers before, but it reminded me of that G.I. Joe scene with Cobra Commander. If you, if you ever saw G.I. Joe, the movie where Cobra Commander gets exposed to these spores and he's devolving into a snake. I was all, once a man. Oh, man. The whole time was like, once a man, once a man. And that, as you can see, he's losing his grip on being a human and, and turning into an animal. And that's the one thing that stuck in his mind. Yeah, that I think he was it's, one, it's, yeah. Oh, there's definitely something he to just be slithers off. Yeah, there's something said to be said for that plot of you're turning into something. Yes, and it's the in between where you know something's happened. Now, mm-hmm. once you become that, it doesn't matter. You're right. already that thing. Yes, but it's the in between. It's the horror of yeah. not knowing what's happening to you, like and uh, you can't stop. Like it. creep show. Yeah, yeah. meteor. Yeah. <laughs> oh god yes it's it's that transformation it's yes. just like now once you become that whatever you're becoming it's like okay well that's it's all right it's, it's, uh, it's uh, all yeah. said and done but the horror of transforming yeah. into something that you don't want to be I mean, yeah yeah eli go and ahead visualizing it uh, of course um okay well my I'm, I'm surprised uh these were all different uh my, i am too my uh my number one was the uh was was Bambi mom death scene in that? Ah, yeah. yeah, I mean that's kind of a it classic. A, like I can't scene? believe they killed his mom. <laughs> <laughs> that was a really that was a yeah, that, first death kind of thing. But it's funny that, that I've got a that's on my honorable mention, but I'll tell you in a minute. Well, the thing is, is that like it's kind of like what you were saying before, Curry. Just the thing of you know a parent going away, and then poor Bambi, you know, walking awkwardly, doesn't know what's going on, and then so that character is having that realization. But the the creepy part. Is uh is the fact, and I know we talked about this one time with the with this trivia. That's what made me go back and, and like kind of really think about it. It's the fact that you don't see the the guy who kills Bambi's mom, which is mm-hmm. it's kind of like you say with the silhouette, but it's almost worse because you don't get to have that uh, that sense of humanity. So it's almost like death itself is just invisible. You can't you can't see it. And if you think about it, the characters that don't appear on the screen they just there's just something weird and mysterious about them mm-hmm. like think about like say uh was i want to say tom and jerry you know like they had like an adult there was like a mom but you never yeah. saw her face she's mm-hmm. like what are you doing da, da, da. like that lady would creep me out because <laughs> you don't like you know because I mean? you don't get any expression about how about any adult in the peanuts i was <laughs> gonna say that too like <laughs> think about <laughs> it <laughs> wah, 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 wah. <laughs> right and, it, and it's like you have to leave it up to your imagination to imagine what this teacher is like. I mean, that and Charlie Brown is even crazier because the teacher don't even speak English, right? <laughs> but you don't even get <laughs> to see words. Just speak any words, nothing like no palabras, you know. And but you don't get to see what the character is. So there's this disconnect that you also have. You can't say, "Oh, this is a very intimidating character," or it's just like in the case of uh, Bambi, it's like death is invisible and it. It, it it takes its effect, and that's uh that sense of mortality uh, in itself is uh, very disturbing to me because it can take any shape, any form, and you don't have to identify it to a particular uh, character or you know, race, uh, sex. It could just it could just be anything. But yeah, that's a 
That's always a seat I would think that would that would stick out. Well, Bam's yeah. mother, she gets killed off off screen, and watching the movie, it's like, oh, no, poor Bambi, he's alone now. And you think about it, and you, as an adult, you go back and think, hold on, wait, not only did she get killed, more than likely she's getting eaten. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. that's true. She's probably hanging more up like on the wall. heads on the wall. Yeah, yeah. The In the country bears, no doubt. Yeah, <laughs> the dude probably took a wilderness lodge somewhere, yeah. <laughs> thinking songs. You know, he got a little motorized thing like in there. And she's singing. The hunter's but, putting blood on his face or something. <laughs> yeah, but you know, it, you say that, and the other thing about it is, as a kid watching it, and you see this in Bambi as well. All of a sudden, Bambi's mother goes, "Bambi, run!" And you're yeah. like. It's the Nemo. It's what, the same thing with Nemo. What do you mean? What, what, the, what the hell's happening? What do you mean <laughs> run? Everything's fine. What are we just eating grass? Yeah. But it, there is that sense as, as a kid, like, you know, and you see that now, like if you tell your kid to do something and you catch him unaware, it's like, what do you mean? What? What are you talking about that? And it's like, no, I said, do this. Right. And, and you, you kind of got to really make them understand, no, do it now. And as a kid watching that movie, you had no idea. I like I didn't know about hunting at that point. Right, right. Yeah. I had no idea that when she said run, that that the end result was going to be that she was going to get shot. It took a while to put two and two together and realize, oh my god, yeah, okay, she got killed by a hunter. Um, it, it, it didn't really quite understand it when I first saw it because I was way too young. But it's a mysterious death. I mean, you know yes. what it is now. But if you if you see it as you know as a kid, you're like. Why, why, why she die? What happened? You That's know? The, you know, a lot of us are taught death by Disney movies because, I mean, you know, obviously as you grow up, those are the movies your parents always feel like, again, Disney knows children. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. people feel like, okay, well, if anyone's going to explain death to our, my child, I'll, I'll, I'll let it be Disney. Yeah, don't I mean, drink. We, we had that conversation coffee. before. Like, yeah. is it Disney's job to basically, like, introduce our kids to whatever? It's not, death, but they do. You know, is it? But they don't. Uh, you know homosexuality yes whatever it may be i mean we we kind of depend on disney to to raise our kids in, 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 a, in a weird way yeah well, it's funny that we, we don't i don't know that we depend on it but whether you like it or you, you trust you, it you know well you take your fate in your own hand you go see a disney movie you go see inside out who knew bing bong was gonna die yeah. right i mean i did not know going in there it's not like i was like oh good this is a perfect opportunity for disney to teach my child about loss <laughs> no, I went to go see a freaking movie, and I'm like, God damn it, Disney! What are you doing? That's how they get you though with the trailer. Think, exactly. I mean, like you watch Coco, and there's about death. But oh. It's about death in a happy way, and everything is like okay. Even in the afterlife, things are fine. Yeah. Well, except for when you ultimately disappear, when people forget about you. Uh, I guess. Yeah. Uh, that's double the death, I suppose. But still, all in all, you trust that when you see a Disney product. It's going to be done tastefully, and it always is, even the death scenes. But it is still like, ooh, I hope that didn't. I hope that. <laughs> I didn't. hope that went over their yeah. head. I hope like <laughs> thirty years from now, she's not sitting here having the same conversations that we did. Yeah. <laughs> You're not traumatized, are exactly. you? Exactly. Yeah, and that's when Bing Bong fucked me up. <laughs> well, you know, to be honest, I mean, my, I only had one from when I was a kid, and that was Pinocchio. Everything else was older teenager and adulthood i mean tarzan that's you know that came out when i already had kids yeah toy story 3 when i had kids roger rabbit uh came out when i was what like uh, uh, 20s i don't know maybe younger Ooh, i don't know i was much younger than <laughs> i don't remember i want to say i was in the 80s it's like yeah late 80s. 80s okay so you know i'm born in 71 so i mean i'm like probably like 12 or 13 at that time so okay and I think even actually that Roger Rabbit thing is probably like more recently. Like I've, I watched it again and go, oh, wait a minute. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. What's so, going on there? So the only thing was like 
was really Pinocchio. They really, I mean, yeah. Well, yeah, I, you know, let's most, go into the, let me go into the honorable mention real quick. This is a good segue. It's like okay, Bambi. Now I'm too young to remember this. Mm-hmm. So there's two parts of the story. Bambi obviously came out before I was born. Yes. You know? But I am assuming it got released later, like they'd show it again, right? Because yeah. I, I distinctly remember going to see it at the theater. Yes. That's possible, right? Yes. Yeah. They re-released things. Yeah, re-released. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah. But I also... Back some, before VHS showing you Right, age. before we had DVDs yes. and stuff like that. That's the only way you'd see it again and show it to your kids. You they, the okay. movie. Yeah. yeah. Was that ever happened with Song of the South? Yes, I uh-huh. used to see Song of the South. Okay, because yeah. okay, then I'm good because I, I do TV, remember seeing it too. Yeah, yes, okay, yes, cool. Yes, yes, not part of this, but Bambi is. So I remember going to see Bambi, and it was like a double feature. So it was like Bambi and Gus. Mm-hmm. Remember Gus, the horse that played football, and yes, yeah, Gus the magical. Movie. Right. Okay. <laughs> so my mom loves to tell the story that she was so embarrassed because she took me to see that movie, and when Bambi's mom died, I laughed. Oh, like, now, I, I don't remember how old it was. I I don't because I don't remember this happening. So I must have been like four or five, maybe three. I don't know. Oh, okay. that explains yeah. a lot. Yeah, but she's like all the bad stuff you would laugh at, but then like in Gus when he fell in a tank full of lobsters and he got pinched on the ass, you were crying. <laughs> you know, it's like all the stuff that was funny made you cry, and all the stuff that was sad made you laugh. So it's like. I did. I wasn't. I wasn't traumatized. I guess by seeing Bambi's mom die. I don't know. So don't like know you literally wow. looked over to your mom and asked her if she was traumatized. <laughs> I guess <laughs> it was just weird. Like you know, and I, I must have not been that old. You know, I don't remember it being like an eight, nine year old. I must have been like four or five. I don't know. Yeah, I remember I, seeing. Yeah, it, so. as a parent, I think yeah, it would be. Oh my god, my child is. Yeah, because you know, at death. you know, she's in the theater. He's gonna be. Freaking 20 on like some school tower with a rifle. <laughs> yeah. be on America's most wanted. Exactly. It, yeah. yeah, I could see there being some concern there. Yeah, sure. Exactly. So so that's one of my honorable mentions is, okay. is that, that I didn't actually get disturbed by that. I don't know why. But well, real quick, you just touched on something and I, you know, I, I realized I did not do a good enough job explaining this earlier. When we're talking about these movies that have these disturbing scenes, we're talking about these movies that are still visible today. Yeah, and I, obviously all Disney movies are visible today. But I'm speaking specifically, obviously, about Song of the South. Which I was going to bring not, that up. Right. Make sure you say yeah. that because yes. when the thing comes out, everybody's be screaming at you. Sure. What about Song of the South? That's the most sure. racist one. Yeah, well, we talked about but that. Is it but disturbing? I don't know. Like That's one of these tricky. days, I, look. It's been a long time since I've seen it. I've seen it quite a few times. But it's been a long time. One of these days, we're going to sit down, we're going to watch it, and we'll all talk about. We need to it. actually watch the yeah. movie. That's watch the thing. It. I, I'll be honest with you, I don't remember anything terrible happening in that movie at all uh, until you started to read about things and people were pointing things out. And again, I was just too ignorant to know it because I was too young when it came out. So mm-hmm. we'll look at it and in one of these days we'll go through it. But yeah, that was the, the criteria here. I should have mentioned it before. These are movies that are still visible. Yeah, still available today. Today's standards. Yeah, these were pers- and these were. Movies that had some sort of personal connection. Right. Yes, to us. personal connection. Say, what's the most, you know, what's like, the most messed up? Yeah, Disney? what's the most messed up movie you ever seen? And no, I mean, yeah, if they everybody comes out and talks about Song of the South, yeah, yeah I, I mean, would, like I couldn't pick Pocahontas because I've never seen it. Never seen it. No, right. like, uh, as you say that, it's like, oh wow, that that's pretty messed up. Yeah, that was so, straight up. Yeah, you know, but I'd never seen it, so I can't put that on my list. Even though it, if you Googled. You know, disturbing Disney moments mm-hmm. or racist Disney moments that'll right. probably be on it'll, there. It'll pop up. Yeah. yeah. Or on that, uh, it was her last release theatrically in '86. 
86. Okay. So yeah. if, even if I saw the last one, 79 to 86, 71 to 86, that's 15. So mm-hmm. no, it would, I would have seen it before then. So it, it was released last in 86, and in 89, uh, Splash Mountain opened. <laughs> wow. Nice. Uh, that's a little trivia I didn't know. <laughs> They're like, okay, we can't show this anymore, but let's make an attraction about it. Just well, the good they, parts. They they took they excluded Uncle Remus and all that stuff, which was yeah. considered the bad stuff, and then left in uh, quote yeah, unquote, so the cartoon characters. Although at, uh, at Comic Con, you, you know how they sell bootleg DVDs at Comic Con? Got about two of them. One of them, one of them's on the shelf here somewhere. You can find Song of the South there. I'm yeah, sure. yeah, for sure. Yeah. I've got two copies somewhere. Kevin Song of the South? Me, yeah, I had one, and then Kevin picked me up one. Oh uh, damn! It, it's. Look, we're gonna get. We gotta watch <laughs> it. Of the South another time. Let, yeah. Let's just move on. Let's see. I've seen honorable race mentions. Movies. All right, I'll, I'll do this. Okay. The Headless Horseman. Oh, mm, yeah, that's pretty good. good. Honorable mention that's goes. You one. would be the other one to get that. Yeah, oh, that's like yeah. I did. he was freaky. That's a that good one. That freaked me out. The album, the freaking album oh, that yeah, Disney put out. Headless horse. Oh my God, that's screwed. Like, I man, I would have to listen to it but i'd be terrified of it and then watching that movie again dude that is a freaky freaking part like i you know to this day like i i wonder if that's okay to show lily because it, it's kind of terrifying it's very terrifying yes <laughs> and ichabod's like running around and he's all just of a sudden like he pops out part. on that hill holding yep. that, i was like and he's like, throwing it. And when he throws the, the flaming pumpkin through yeah. the bridge. Yes. Yeah. And that was freaky. That, and you don't know. Like, did, did Ichabod die? Did he live? Like, you know, you, it's almost like it, the, the stories at the end are kind of like a wood ass. Well, maybe he lived. Maybe he didn't. That kind of thing. Right. Um, That's a good one. Oh, yeah. That, 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 That's a good one. That freaked me out. I'm sorry, Kirk. I, I took one. That's you okay. Go? And, uh, all, all that. And one of the freakiest things about it is that voice. Bing Crosby's voice. Yes. Narrating the whole thing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, because like it's, it's not like Bing Crosby's known to a crooner, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's not known to be like a evil, like mm-hmm. Vincent Price, but but he does it very well. He has a very distinct yes. voice. Yeah, no, no, no. He did a good job that now. He he was the uh, singing voice of uh, Brom Bones. Is that the guy's yeah, name? So. Yeah. Anybody else? Anybody? I, I got Bones? one more, but I'll see if Eli had any. Eli? Oh, uh, but I was this. I didn't put this one on the list because it was more. It was disturbing, but it wasn't disturbing like the other ones were it was just something that i thought was a little more funny disturbing okay and uh that was uh inside out uh bing bong well bing bong was sad right. that was that was weird and disturbing yes i mean the whole movie itself is just weird and disturbing weird yeah. and disturbing <laughs> but uh the thing was was like they would talk i, I can't remember the parents yes so you know they would show how the parents had different uh Emotions, emotions yeah. running them. Yes, I remember you bringing this up, and it was a very, very insightful observation. Yeah. Observation. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that was like he's the only one who picked up on this. So the so the woman is running is run by sadness, mm-hmm. and then the dude is run by like anger, mm-hmm. and the kids run by joy. Yeah. So like if you watch it, like each of the emotions have a lead, right? Like the lead character, the lead, lead emotion, yeah, lead, lead, lead emotion. emotion. Yeah, and yeah, it's like it's. So it's like, oh my God. So as time goes on, your emotion, so your joy emotion steps to the side. And then all of a sudden, it, you know, again, if you're a boy, anger starts to take over. Right. And then this idea of women and where sadness, you know, is driving. It's very, very, very 
deep and purposeful. They absolutely put that in there and made that choice and that Eli picked up on it and I certainly didn't even catch it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I thought it was like crazy. I was well, because I was like, the thing is, I was like looking back at it again when we had to do this, and I was like, you know, this totally wasn't my marriage because I think I had the sadness and she had <laughs> anger uh, driving. But yeah, I thought that was it. Uh, but it wasn't disturbing, disturbing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just like it's just like mm, weird. Yeah, it yeah, stuck it, with you. It, yeah, it stuck with me. I, I'm surprised no one mentioned the pink elephants. Oh, that didn't mess me up. Me either. But like. When I was trying to find like a little you know background here, like that was on every list of disturbing moments. No, those pink elephants well, didn't bother me. Like I don't. It, this is just like it was kind of freaky. These are adults cool. looking at it and seeing things and being yeah. like, "Oh yeah, yeah that could." As yeah. a kid, you didn't know what was happening. It's right. like you said before, the kids were drinking over at Pinocchio. You didn't realize what that meant. Yeah. Now, you knew the smoking stuff was bad, and you're not supposed to smoke, and that kind of thing, and, oh, they're doing something naughty. I really thought they were drinking beer. Well, I mean, I, I, even at that time, I thought they were drinking beer. But but even with the smoking, like, <laughs> at that point in time, like, half my family smoked. I mean, most people Yeah, that's smoke. true. So yeah. you looked at smoking as, like, drinking. It's like, okay, yeah, it's an adult activity, and right. he's yes. being naughty. He's supposed to wait till he's, <laughs> he's yeah, like, 18, 18 or something. Stop drinking that moonshine, yeah. son. Yeah, I mean, but, if anything, the pink elephants just, like, contributed to, like, my desire to experiment with mind-altering chemicals, you know? <laughs> so, you know, it's like I was like, "Hey, that's kind of cool." Well, Alice in Wonderland should have did that. Yeah, exactly. that's true. Alice in Wonderland was definitely. Yeah, and I almost, I, I wouldn't, I didn't say I almost included her, but the evil queen, like she's actually going to decapitate people. That's, yeah. yeah, it's kind of not cut good. out their hearts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I didn't. Cheshire Cat is is creepy to me all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he, you can't tell if he's really for you or if he's against you. Well, he's always smiling. Yeah, yeah, but I mean that voice of Winnie the Pooh <laughs> in the background is kind of like eh, he's kind of yeah, he's kind of harmless. Yeah. I'll, I'll I'll give you another honorable mention, and unless somebody else has something, no, that was I got two. Yeah, two. You want to go? Go go one. Uh, um, first one's going to be I'm gonna go way back again, showing my age. Way back, uh, 1963. Okay. okay. Again, uh, my father grew up with Disney. Loved to show me all these old things. Plus, back in the back in the seventies and on the eighties on Disney Channel, it was easy to, to find these older things. Nineteen sixty three. You were alive in nineteen sixty three. I wasn't alive till sixty nine. <laughs> You're father older than Lee. Older than I Lee. am older than Lee. Wow. And y'all give him so much crap for his age, and I sit back and laugh every time I Can hear I tell it because you? I'm older. Because you, you look younger. Yeah. You, you look, look, look older. You, you you hold together well. Yeah. Um, the Scarecrow of Romney Marsh. It was actually a TV show, but it was released in theaters. Okay. I've never uh, heard of never this. Heard of that. This is a new one. Scarecrow of Mrs. King. I've heard of that show. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> and not so much the show. The show is set, is set in England. It's, um, it's got the same, the theme song in the beginning is what's re- really cut to me, because that's the only thing I can remember about it. Okay. And I went back and watched it again on YouTube the other day, and it's still just freaky. Basically, he's a vigilante, and he, he wears dressed up as Scarecrow. Got a mask on. The only thing it shows is his eyes and his and his, mouth, his lips, and his, in the theme song he does this this laugh, this cackle, and it's oh wow, just scared me as hell when I was a, when I was a kid. It sounds pretty yeah. evil. Yeah, yeah. It, does, um, well, it doesn't sound very. I just, I just looked up the lyrics. To, it doesn't to the, sound to very the Disney. And Disney did this. What was it? What was it called again? The Scarecrow of Romney Marsh. The Scarecrow of Romney Marsh. Theme song. The, the Scarecrow the, of Mitt Romney. Oh, the, God. First, scary. The fir- first verse of the theme song is, On the southern coast of England, there's a legend people tell of long days of, of days long ago when the great Scarecrow, scarecrow would ride from the jaws of hell and laugh Good. with a fiendish yell with his clothes all torn and tattered. 
Through the black of night he'd ride, from the marsh to the coast like a demon ghost. He'd rob the rich, then hide, and he laughed till he split his side. And that's when that, the, those two cues, his laugh would kick in and be like, Bruh. Oh, okay. If y'all, if y'all have YouTube up, just go look up the theme song. It is. The soldiers of the king. Sounds like Zora. Oh, wow. Look at that face. Yeah. I can see that. Coast of England, there's a legend people tell. Of days long ago when the great scarecrow would ride from the doors of hell and laugh. <laughs> oh, that is bad. That's the two of us. all torn and tattered through the black well, the of face. night. He'd ride uh, from the bottom to the, the face. coast like a yeah. demon ghost. He'd show his face, then hide, and he'd laugh <laughs> till he'd his side. Scarecrow. The soldiers of the king feared his name. Enough of scary. Yeah, that, right, was a, that was good. That was something. As, again, as a kid seeing this, that's scary. That's yeah, the thing you remember. I'm, I'm going to try and make it a point to remember to go look some of that up because that, that looks like an interesting show. It does. And my, um, my second one was, of course, um, the most recent one, Infinity War. Um, oh, yeah, it's, but it was more than, disturbing. More than mm-hmm. just, just what happened. It was the, the time and place... And I saw it. I saw it seven o'clock at the theater's very first showing. Mm-hmm. Seeing that that movie with um, a theater packed with people who've never seen it, don't know what's going to happen. That was that was something. Yeah, yeah. You hear people behind you. They're, they're you actually have people crying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you people yelling. You have people standing up screaming. Oh, no, they- when certain things happened, you know. You just like, talk about the movie in general. Yeah, the movie in general. The, 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 the ending was the worst part. But the movie in general, like when Thor came in. Yeah. I mean, everybody, people stood up. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it's but at the end, was special again, special when Spider Man, when Peter Parker is begging Tony Stark, yeah, so don't let me go. I don't want to go. It's, mm-hmm. that, that was Spider-Man tough. Was that's one. when I could hear these girls behind me. They were sobbing. I got yeah. choked, choked yeah. up. Yeah. Like I kind of wow. felt that too. I'm and like, then, I'm not. And then at the end. No cheering when when it ended. Credits roll after the- Thanos does his little smile at the, sun- mm-hmm. at the sunset, sunrise. Um, not a word. Yep. Everybody oh. just. I mean, it took like a couple of seconds for people to start getting up because everybody's like, the hell just happened? "They're gonna they're gonna leave us like that." Yeah, yeah we did. Yeah, this the same is the way. Thing. This is the way it ends. We sat we sat there for a good while. Like I was like, "Oh, jeez, man, like, when they all." I mean, Spider-Man was the worst one. I mean, that, those, that those few seconds you had between, between him snapping and disappearing and, and Cap looking at Thor and saying, where did he go? Mm-hmm. Those first few seconds that you, you know what's going to be coming, but mm-hmm. you don't know how it's going to happen. You don't know who's going to first. And the very first one you see you know, that goes is, um, is Bucky. Yeah. yeah. He calls out to Cap, and Cap turns around, and he, he starts. And everybody starts going in succession. And then when Black Panther hits, it's like, Black Panther, I like T'Challa. Color. How the hell did this? <laughs> yeah, I, that's, yeah. What, that's what I mean. When that when he fa- started fading, that's when it f- finally kicked into me. That's okay. This is some high stakes. No, when, it, when, yeah. it, when he started fading, that's when it kicked into me. Okay, they're gonna redo all this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. they ain't killing no off their new. Dollars, no, no, yeah. no, that's just, they yeah. ain't killing the golden goose. Yeah, they did it nice. That was like a that was like nice. Death, like there was just kind of like when it just faded, uh, like it became like dust. I was just like, I remember watching it, and just be like, oh. "Yep, that's a that's a good call. Mm-hmm. That's a that's sure. very disturbing." My last honorable mention, I would say, I'm, I could come up with more, but 
my last honorable mention for sure, and this was something I thought about putting on this list, but I just couldn't say it disturbed me as much, but it was still disturbing nonetheless. That's uh, Princess and the Frog. When Dr. Facilier lowered that boot on Ray and you heard that sickening crunch sound as he crushed Ray underneath his foot, I'm like, they didn't just do that, did they? (laughs) Like, when Ray came, I almost was relieved when you got to see Ray later and he just wasn't, like, now he he wasn't all smushed. Yes. (laughs) He wasn't just carrying him. Like, he's not bad, he's not bad. He got smushed. They just don't want to show you. You heard the crunch. <laughs> it was like, but like, okay, well, he's not a disfigured mess, but you knew he was going. But that moment, like, he's not going to. He's not, and then you heard, <laughs> he just killed Ray. Well, you hear that side anyway in real life. Yeah. Dead. Got real. <laughs> <laughs> you got Ray. Yeah. Man, so anyway, yeah, that that was the other one that I think it was like that took me totally by surprise, and I was like, oh wow, there's Disney, you know, just randomly killing a, a character that you liked and like didn't see it coming. You're in Louisiana, yeah, in Louisiana, in Imagination, you gotta you gotta watch that. I mean, you take a kid to see the movies, and every third or fourth movie, <laughs> they're just yeah. gonna randomly kill a good guy, and you're like, shoot. That's the tricky part. If it looks happy on the trailer, yeah. don't go see it. All right. Anything else? Are we good? Are we done? I think we're good. Thanks we're for right. uplifting topic. enough now. Yes. All right. Nice, happy, uplifting topic. Go home, go home <laughs> and watch Mary Poppins. We had some laughs in there, though. We, we did. did. We there did. were some parts. I think, got to. Got to. And I think the listeners will have some list, I'm sure, of their own that they would want to chime in with. Sure, sure. How did, l- listeners, how did you enjoy our pain out there? Were we up there? Were there a few that we did not discuss that we should have discussed that y'all personally just disturbed y'all watching these movies? Let us know. Show at magicourway.com. Well, guys, that's all she wrote for this episode of the Magic Our Way podcast. Y'all don't realize this, but we just did two episodes back to back. That was a, it's amazing. About two thirty in the morning, right? It's now. about two thirty in the morning. Yeah. We started about eleven at night, and uh, uh, yeah, but it, what, we're on like three Red Bulls right now. <laughs> Lee's got two O'Doul's. Yeah, Kirk, I'm not, double fisting. Yeah, Mohican, Mohican. Did you say double fisting? <laughs> <laughs> I like that y'all are keeping Mo Weekend alive. <laughs> Thank y'all for that. Mo Weekend. But guys, there's a ton of ways to get in touch with the Magic Our Way podcast. You know all of our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram. Snapchat. I'd rather y'all just email us, though. That's show at magicourway.com. That's the easiest way to get in touch with us. You are guaranteed. Look, if you write us an email, we guarantee you we'll read on the show. You Eventually. Post up, Yes, eventually, but I always trust Kevin with that stuff because I don't really check the emails. I don't really go on Facebook much, really, uh, but I do my best to kind of keep up when I can. And um, yeah, we promise you that we will read emails and like stuff that you you know communicate to us by Facebook. We just think that okay, that's for everybody. That's our communication. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. That's us just you know having a conversation. So um, anyway, guys, that's the easiest way to get in touch with us. I strongly suggest if you want something that you have to say, run the air, a thought, uh, uh, an opinion on a certain show, please do that. In the meantime, we have got people here. Eli. Hey. What would you like to tell them 
about what you like to do when you're not depressing yourself watching these movies? Well, when I'm not depressed, I'm working it out in art therapy. And you can see the result of that <laughs> art therapy by visiting the website, ivorycomics.com, where you can check out all work that I have for Project Geisha, Savages, and the uh, Molly Be Damned. And, of course, there's always a link back to the Magic Highway podcast, so you always have the continuous fun. Uh, there's also blogs and interviews as well. Tell you what, uh, Savages is coming along pretty good. I'm almost done with the pencils on that. I think I got three pages left, and then it's going to go to ink and, and whatnot. So I think that will be uh, – I'll probably take a break after that one because I am, I am drawn out. Uh, if you want, after visiting that website, if you want to catch up with me, uh, I can be found on Facebook, Eli H. Ivory. Uh, always looking to meet you people there. Uh, Project Geisha has a Facebook page. You can go to Facebook slash Project Geisha. And, of course, you can always go to Instagram where I can be found under the moniker eivory 504 not TurkeyLake69. That's a different site altogether. <laughs> and, of course, on Twitter, I can be found there at Hancock1066. So if you want to know about the glory, you got to read the story. So go ahead and visit ivorycomics.com. Thank you very much. All right. And that brings us to Lee. Lee, what would you like to tell the listeners about your services? All right. Well, um... If you not, if you don't want to not be, uh, if you'd like to not be depressed and uh, maybe take a trip, a trip to Disney, <laughs> uh, <laughs> give me a call at eight three two five seven zero five four nine zero. That's eight three two Lampwick, eight three two L E M P W I C K Lampwick. Lampwick. Yeah, you can always email me at lee at magicarway Please check limp out dick. <laughs> limp, biscuit. Limp, limp, limp dick biscuit. <laughs> biscuit dick. <laughs> biscuit dick. <laughs> That's Trump's new nickname. <laughs> oh, it's late. Uh, put it on the oh, It is late. Okay, go ahead. I'm All right, guessed. so uh, email me at lee at magicarway.com. Please check out the Facebook page at facebook.com slash travel. That's L-A-S-T-O-V-I-C-A travel. And as always, we'll get you hooked up and booked up with no. Felicia Vika. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Well, guys, look, I'm not Kevin, and it is late, and I am tired, so I don't really have a whole spiel prepared to end this show. I just want to thank you guys for listening. I want to thank Officer Moeken for uh, braving it out. It is 2.30 in the morning, and he is still here making sure that we're sober, making sure we can walk that line, making sure we can drive home. No, you, gotta, you don't have to drive far. No, 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 I don't. Yeah, he good. No, but Eli's got to go to the He east. threatened to give me a breathalyzer after those two old duels, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> the two old duels you're good with. The bag of Funyuns, I don't know. <laughs> you might just break that breathalyzer. But guys, look, thank you for listening. Thank you for uh, supporting us and what we do here. We appreciate it, as always. We always love the fact that y'all listen, and we love to hear from you even more. So y'all get in touch with us with anything y'all have to say. We'd be happy to read it on the air. So, Mo Weekends, ladies and gentlemen, we say Quaharini. My name is Kevin. I am Danny. <laughs> Magic out. I have every intention of eating those bananas for breakfast, but I still somehow end up with... Scarecrow! Hey guys. Hey, you hear that? Yeah. Yes. You know what that is? 
Tony Bennett. It is Tony Bennett. Oh man, Italians recognizing Italian. You know what song <laughs> he likes that? What song is he singing? Well, the song that Lee couldn't sing when he was trying to do it for the Navigator. Oh wow! Hey, but do you, do you know what I'm listening it on? This is Mad Hatter Radio, which is a ra- online radio station of Disney fan stuff that we have partnered up with. Man, how you like that? Partners here on the Gulf Coast, Magic Our Way and Mad Hatter Radio. Mm-hmm. Oh, creative buffs on radio stuff. That's like right. It. Yeah, it's good. It's another outlet. Uh huh. You know, it, it, it's it, what's good about it. Yeah, let me tell you what's good. But you hear Tony Bennett. Mm-hmm. But you could probably hear Bare Necessities done by like a, a metal group, a heavy metal group. You could probably mm-hmm. hear a country version of this. Oh wow! You could probably hear like a funk version, James Brown type of. <laughs> Give me a Bare Necessities. <laughs> oh, get on, get up again. Oh yeah. You know? Hot tub. What you say now, <laughs> Disney? That's right. You can hear that all on the station, man. It's, <laughs> they don't just give you the normal spiels and 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 r- attraction sounds, but they give you. Every creative variation that other artists have taken to the standard Disney songs. Like Tony Bennett right here. This yeah. little jazzy version of the Bare Necessities. You know. I'm thinking about Goodfellas right now. I don't know why. <laughs> bada bing, bada boom. Bada boom. Bada bing, bada boom. Bada boom. Boy, listen to this station, okay? It's good for you. It's good for me. It's going to go ahead. It's going to help you out. It's going to make me out. It's going to be really good. Okay? Man had a radio. Bada bing, bada boom. Just do it, huh? 